Welcome to the Marketing Chops Podcast, a weekly show where your host, Aaron, and his merry band of experts wax poetic and occasionally rant on all things related to marketing and growing your small business. Now, grab a drink, pop some corn, sit back, and enjoy the show. We're glad you're here. Howdy, folks, and welcome to this edition of the Marketing Chops Podcast. With us today, I have Paul King, a video guru. Now, I know, folks, I know what you didn't think, never thought it could get much better than my daily vlogs, but apparently Paul has beaten me, okay? This guy can actually make a commute to work in D.C. look good on video. So, how you doing there, Paul? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me on today, Aaron. Uh, no worries. No worries. Glad to, glad to have you on. So, uh, for our listeners, you know, tell us a little bit about yourself. Tell us about uh, your background and such. Aaron, I, uh, I own and operate a video production company. We're an all-one video marketing company based in Northern Virginia. And what we really do is we help companies uh, by producing and delivering compelling video brand strategy and really a plan to put all that in place for their businesses. Okay. Okay. Awesome. Now, let me, let me go ahead and dive, let's go ahead and just dive in here. Okay. If you were to have like just three minutes to shout out to the small business world, you know, what would you want them to know to be able to navigate the video landscape? I think there are really three things that I'd want people to know as far as navigating the video landscape, because I think a lot of people struggle with where to start when it comes to video. And if you really break it down to three, three pillars, mm -hmm. it's a heck of a lot easier. So the first thing is, you need to have a game plan for social media. And what I mean by that is, is really three things as far as really making sure you hone in on the length of the video, the size, and the timing of distribution because each social media platform is different. Hmm. And the second thing is have a sound off approach. And what I mean by that is more than 80% of people on Facebook are watching video content without the sound. So you really need to make your videos accessible and the easiest way to do that is to caption your videos. Okay. And the third thing, which I know you're really working on right now, is, is practice. Just get in front of the camera and practice. And a lot of people, I think, are paralyzed about starting the video journey because they feel like it needs to be perfect. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, yeah. and, and what I tell a lot of people is just be authentic and genuine. And that's going to be a lot more effective than trying to make things perfect. Gotcha. Yeah, I think I think a lot of times, especially myself, um, I actually kind of had a, a very, very uh, open moment on one of my um, videos the other day. You know, I kind of came clean to the world. I had, you know, I had a, I've had a stuttering problem. God, I think ever since I could talk until maybe up age 17. Um, and I still have I still kind of suffer from it. So, you know, that's one of those things where doing video and this podcast and stuff like that has really kind of pushed me out of my comfort zone. I think that's a thing for a lot of people maybe not as extreme as my situation, but a lot of people are, they just don't want to jump in. They think, oh, I look too fat on the camera or my makeup's not right or something like that. So I think that's just definitely something to overcome. Yeah, I love that you you told that story as well. I mean, that's inspiring for other people and it, and it really helps you connect on a human to human level. Mm -hmm. So, you know, you kind of you kind of went over the basics and it, it's it's definitely something that, you know, a lot of small business owners are, can follow, you know, get started, hit the button, start recording, practice, practice, practice. Um, now, what about once they actually get to the point where they want to start, you know, storytelling and figuring out their story, what they want to say to the world? 
you know, to speak a little bit to that if you don't mind. Yeah, there are a couple things you want to keep in mind when you create content. And at the base level, when you create content, every piece you put out, regardless if it's video or not, should educate, entertain, and inspire the viewers. Okay. And one of the easy ways, the easiest ways to do that is to tell stories. If you remember being kids, I don't know about you, but for me, bedtime stories was literally my favorite part of the day. Oh yeah, mine, mine too. From age like three to six, that, that was my jam every night. Yeah, so we all know growing up that stories are very powerful and stories can evoke emotions. And to me, emotion drives action. So story evokes emotion and emotion drives action. And there's a formula I'd like to share with the listeners as far as how to bring those stories to life. And it's a simple formula. The acronym is DPSS, which stands for desire, problem, solution, and success. So you can use that formula to really craft your story. What is an absolute burning desire that your potential client has? What's the problem they're trying to overcome? Who's the solution or the guy that is actually solving their issues? And lastly, share a success story. So again, the story formula is easy. It's DPSS. Okay. Okay. Um, you have, you have, can you provide like an example of something like you've encountered recently where that, that DPS formula has kind of been, you know, in action? Yeah. I work with a lot of gyms, Aaron, and we, we love using this formula. So prime example is maybe there's a, a mom who just gave birth and she has some post baby weight she wants to lose. Okay. So she wants to lose 20 pounds, but she's at a big box gym and she's frustrated. She just rides the treadmill and she's not really seeing results. So her problem is she's frustrated and she doesn't know what to do to lose the weight. Okay. And in this instance, the solution is a, a semi-private gym facility who has coaches and a custom plan to help this mom through every process of her journey. And the success is she's lost 20 pounds. She's gained confidence. She's able to run around with her kids. But most importantly, she had a good time doing it. So we identified the desire. She wanted to lose weight, feel better, feel more confident. Mm -hmm. We identified the problem being frustration, lack of knowledge. We identified the solution being a semi-private gym with knowledgeable coaches to guide her. And the success was she lost 20 pounds and she feels great. <laughs> I think a lot of us can, can relate to that, especially, you know, ones that have got joined big, big box gyms and stuff like that. So yeah, that's a great, that's a great example, Paul. I like, I actually like that example. Um, now what would, if you were to sit, if you were to just, again, have your, have your, have your pul pulpit on the world, what would be the one thing that you could tell small business owners to make their content stand out? Great video content, Aaron's really made in the trenches before anyone hits record on a camera. And this actually might surprise a lot of people, but okay. the number one thing to make your content stand out is a content calendar. Hmm, okay. And a content calendar is really the guide. It's a roadmap for you to create consistent quality and reliable content. A lot of people are like, oh yeah, I'm gonna, I'm expired and inspired. I feel great. I'm gonna go out and record a bunch of videos today but they don't know what it is that they're going to record. Furthermore, they don't know when it is that they're gonna release it or what platform it's going to be on. Okay. 
So I encourage a lot of small businesses to kind of sit down and map out a month, maybe even 60 days of a content calendar and determine what are they going to record on certain days? What's the message? What's the call to action? And what value are they providing to their current customers, potential customers? And again, it goes back to educating, entertaining, and inspiring and setting up a content calendar. Okay, I think you're, you're you're definitely still. I feel like we're having a one-on-one conversation here, Bob. <laughs> you know, as I've leaned into my my, you know, and it's one of those things where you know I've been in the marketing world for you know a long time, and it's something I preach to my clients. But like a lot of times, I kind of forget it myself, and especially with my video content, a lot of times I kind of go with, you know, what you know what hits me that day. Now. What kind of play is there a place for that type of content or is should it all be planned out? I think all the content should be mapped out, Aaron. Okay. And even if it's not video, because realistically, you're not going to do 30 days straight of video all the time. And sometimes it's more effective just to have a written post or a photo, for example. Mm-hmm. So I encourage people to utilize Facebook Live and they know every last Friday of the month, they might go live on Facebook. Okay. But Every Monday is a video post displaying what their business did over the weekend in the community. Then maybe every other Thursday of the month is a client success story. But the key is to really map it out before you start recording. Otherwise, a lot of people get intimidated and they just kind of shut down as, oh, I have all this great video content. Now I don't know what to do with it. (laughs) Gotcha. Okay. Um. Now, on these notes, you actually gave me some talking points. Uh, this one I'm kind of, I'm kind of looking forward to hitting here because I don't know, it kind of grabs me. So, like, talk about the Hollywood method. It's exactly how Paul has this on his notes, listeners. <laughs> I want to hear this. The Hollywood method is something I kind of stumbled across a few years ago when I was interviewing NFL Hall of Famer Ray Lewis. Okay. Wow. All right. And. It, I realized there are three things that everyone should be doing to make people comfortable and to really get them to open up. And this is something that I noticed that Oprah does. Ellen DeGeneres does this. And this is something that you can very easily swipe and use to get really powerful success stories and, and just general life. So number one is to ask open-ended questions. Okay. Never ask somebody do you like this? Don't ask them yes, no questions, because if someone is in a bad mood that day, they could simply say, yeah, or no. So ask open-ended questions. Number two is an element of surprise. And I see a lot of people doing this kind of backwards. They want to have an interview with somebody. Okay. So they'll send all the questions ahead of time. Has anyone ever done that to you? They'll send all the questions ahead of time and you know exactly what you're going to say. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm <laughs> pretty ready, right? Especially when I, especially when I sit on like speaker panels and stuff like that. Yeah, and it definitely takes the, it kind of takes the flow out of it, in my opinion. Exactly, and and another element of that too is, if you have the questions ahead of time, you're trying to script things out. You sound like R two D two, and it sounds very robotic. It's not, it's not natural. So, an effective way to get people comfortable is to ask open-ended questions, but don't give them the questions ahead of time. It's kind of the element of surprise and getting those natural reactions and responses from them. Okay. 
And the third one that I learned when I was on set interviewing Ray Lewis was that silence is golden. If you ask someone a really good question and you feel like, oh, they might just have a little bit more to say, just shut up and listen, just nod. And this was really hard for me to do, just staring at Ray Lewis, one of the most intimidating people in all of NFL. Oh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> but I just sat there and I nodded. I wasn't the first person to break that silence. And he went on to say something that was extremely powerful. And it was the soundbite that we ended up using in the piece. So oh, a lot wow. of people just want to fill that void of silence. But don't be, the per don't be that person to break the silence. A lot of times, if you're quiet, it brings out some really, really awesome gold nuggets. Okay. Okay. Well, that's, that's cool. I like, I like the idea of don't send in the questions beforehand. I think we all kind of missed the boat on that. Um, like, especially myself with these podcasts, I try to get the guests to send me talking points because again, like, you know, like, like yourself, you know, I'm, I'm still a, I'm still an amateur when it comes to video and, and you're the one that knows a lot more about the topic. So why not, you know, why not let the guests kind of let the, you know, control the flow. And I think that goes over to the Hollywood method of, you know, just being the interviewer, you're, you're not the subject matter expert, you know, they are. So why mm -hmm. not let them have the flow? Right. So, all right, well, here's getting more into the technical side of things. I think a lot of our listeners are kind of like waiting for some technical stuff. Um, What's like a must-have app when it comes to like video content and video marketing that you would say is just key? I love getting nerdy with the technical stuff as far as apps and equipment go. So if I get long-winded here and pull me back because I love talking about this stuff. Oh no, no, no! <laughs> go forth and go forth and do you. I'll I'll I'll, I'll pull the reins when I need to. <laughs> I appreciate that. One question I get asked all the time is, "What apps equipment do I use for my video creation?" And this is the one that I recommend to everyone that they get first before they buy any equipment. The one app that I highly recommend is called Filmic Pro. It's Filmic. called Filmic Pro. Okay. And what I love about it, it, it unlocks the true power and capabilities of your camera on your phone. Oh, wow. Almost everyone has a smartphone and Filmic Pro opens up so many possibilities. And it's so much better. I have an iPhone and I love iPhone. I love shooting video on my iPhone. I but Filmic Pro has been a game changer. Really? The only downside, Aaron, is people don't like paying for apps. And this is a paid app. I think okay. at the time when I bought it, it was $14.99. And I've had it for, for two or three years now. So I'm sure the price might have gone up. But Filmic Pro for your iOS device, you can get it on Android. Highly recommend it if you're going to. You know, I've I've heard briefly about that app. I recently I recently purchased a gimbal for my iPhone, and that was one of the apps they were talking about in some of the YouTube videos. Um, but yeah, I mean, if you bought it for fifteen bucks, even if it's twenty bucks now, and you, I mean, the way you talk about it, it doesn't seem like a crazy large investment. Yeah, it will really take your video to the next level, especially if you don't have a big budget to hire professionals to come in and shoot your mm -hmm. content. So if you're a small business and you're looking to up your game, one of the easiest ways to do it is to download Filmic Pro. Now, what about um, one of the things I wrestle with a little bit is editing video in my phone. A lot of times I revert over 
to my MacBook and, you know, use the i iMovie in my MacBook. Now, is there any app you would recommend if someone wants to edit and just have good looking video from their phone? Yeah, that and, uh, and honestly, that is the biggest challenge is once you have video clips on your phone, that's the easy part. Yeah. But the next part is how do you make it look a little bit sexier? And there are two apps that I recommend if you have uh, a mobile device. And this works on your iPhone or your iPad if you have one. One is called Luma Fusion. Luma and, Fusion. Yeah, Luma Fusion yeah. is it's a powerful video editor. It's created specifically for mobile devices. There are a lot of journalists that use it. There are filmmakers, uh, professional video makers like news stations use it. But Luma Luma Fusion is twenty dollars, and that is well worth twenty bucks. It's still not, yeah, it's still not a horribly large investment. So, you know, right now with Filmic Pro and LumaFusion, we're still at what, 35, 40 bucks here. So, um, that's still not bad. Um, yeah. Is there anything, any, any other apps you, you would recommend? Yeah, there's another one. Here's the beauty of it is if you are a, an Adobe Creative Suite user already, you get this uh -huh. app for free. And this okay. is called Adobe Rush. Rush. Adobe Rush. And you mentioned briefly the uh, the video I created on my commute. I literally shot and edited the video all from my mobile device in under 45 minutes using Filmic Pro and Adobe Rush. Oh wow, that's yeah. I was I was sitting there thinking you you were using some really high levels equipment there, but wow, okay. So that that definitely shows the power of the the. Uh the uh, iPhone as far as for video shooting and stuff like that. I mean, I think a lot of it, we all kind of know it, but at the same time, we don't really realize, it, you know? Yeah. I think that kind of goes to show that there are benefits of using your smartphone for, for your content creation and it's just in your pocket. So it's literally at your fingertips and you don't have to have all this expensive gear to create video content. And I really hope that the listeners, We'll, we'll hear what we're talking about. Hey, for $45 or less, you can start creating some really great content for your business. Yeah. Like myself with my videos, um, you know, granted I had, I got the, I got the smooth four gimbal, which was 120 bucks on Amazon, but that wasn't, that wasn't a necessity for my video content. That was more of a toy to film on vacation. But, you know, I have a lavalier mic I spent 22 bucks on and I could get, you know, iPhone mount for my tripod. It was seven bucks. So, I mean, really, you could get, you know, you could get into the video game for well under 100 bones after everything's said and done. Yeah, you hit the nail on the head there. And I love the fact that you uh, you picked up a gimbal uh, because once you once you have a lavalier mic, you have Filmic Pro and you figure out the editing, then mm -hmm. you can really start. You can get into some of those fun toys like you mentioned. Yeah, and that's kind of where kind of that's kind of where I'm leaning slowly towards is um, I even look at some of my initial videos I, when I when I decided to lean into video at the beginning of the year, you know, I basically had the headphones and I shot them in like 360p on a selfie stick and I'm like <laughs> I have to apologize to my viewers going I am so sorry I gave you, you know, vertigo, <laughs> you know, with these videos. So, but yeah, it's definitely amazing how quickly you can learn you know, the, the learning curve is definitely, there's a lot to learn, but you can pick it up really quickly is one thing is what I've seen. Yeah. I mean, watching your stuff firsthand, just from the beginning of the year, the, how, how much progress you've made and how quickly you've made just by practicing and getting in front of the camera has been really cool to see. <laughs> well, I appreciate that. So, uh, 
All right, we're gonna we're gonna get ready to close this out. So, what is what is the last some last parting bits of advice you would like to give small business owners with respect to video? My biggest tip is just get out and do it. You need to get in front of a camera. The more you practice, the more you put out content that educates, entertain, and inspires. I think you'll be amazed at how much attraction and interest you'll get in your product, and and just people will be more intrigued about you as a person as well. So get out, get in front of the content or get out in front of your camera and start creating content. I think that's the biggest thing. <laughs> Basically just do it. So, all right, well, I'm going to close, wrap this up. Paul King um, from King Productions. He's a all-in-one video marketing company delivering compelling video brand strategy and a plan to put it all in place. Um, and also look for, look in the show notes. Uh, Paul has a, included a free gift in a 15 minute strategy session call for all of our listeners. So check that out in the show notes, click the link. Paul, thank you so much for coming on board today. It was great having you. My pleasure, Aaron. Thanks for having me on. I appreciate it. All right. Take care. You too. You have been listening to the Marketing Chops Podcast. Thanks for hanging out with us. Like what you heard? Hit that subscribe button. You can follow Aaron and his marketing adventures at AaronJWeiss.com or on Instagram at AaronJWeiss. Until next time, folks.